and this is where the intro music goes. Yay, intro music. Do you, do you remember the words? It's the intro song, and we all sing along. <laughs> Podcast time. Yay, everyone fun. We all like to rhyme. I did do the solo podcast. That was that was a thing. That, that was, was a dark time. It was a very dark day in people. People seem to like it. Yeah, I'm sure they they loved it. You know, I I was shocked that people actually got through the whole thing. It's like you making fun. a YouTube video, right? Ah, uh, no. I, I think we got through the uh, the intro music. Okay, intro intro's done what is this again this is this is the lava pool podcast yeah the lava pool the lava the lava pool lava pool lava pool which is a a show that we do every week (laughs) never never missed an episode (laughs) episode 220 yep uh we we just we just keep trucking along. Keeps going. These past four it's years. Amazing. You'd think we would have missed one at some point. No. <laughs> no. It's all good. We have uh, never done that. We've never missed a single episode. Anyway, I'm your host, Sam, Dr. Fidget. Harsma. Harsma, that is my name. That's, that's, um, yep. And I'm Toller Webb. I'm your real host this evening. Cause yes, I you are. All of the preparatory work. Yep, I, I'm excited to just be a guest on one of these. Yeah, I'm. I was really stressed out about this actually. I think we've done this once before, where you hosted and I was a guest. I think I was the host, but you still did all the work beforehand, so it was really weird. Yeah, the, the host is supposed to do all the work, guys. That's why they're the host. Yeah, because but... they know what's going on. Unfortunately, yeah. I did the work, and I still don't know what's going on. Okay. <laughs> So our so, intro question, right? We, we already blew the intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, we usually do have an intro question, so I'm going to okay. keep it simple. Okay. Should, should I explain to you how this how this normally works? Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay, so normally, like we do the sync up our audio, and then I just go right into the intro. I introduce myself, and then I go to the intro topic, and you do. asking yes, and the guests are not supposed to speak until they have been asked a question. Which, I guess I messed that up because I was speaking immediately. Yes, that was um, my problem because I knew how to do the whole thing. I just talked earlier than I okay. expected you to. Would, would you like to start over? Do you want to start over? <laughs> no, no, no. We'll, we'll keep this in. We'll just pretend like we didn't. Um, we'll, I, I mean, okay. I can I can start from the intro questions. <clears throat> okay, okay. Let, let's just... So uh, It's the intro song. Okay, here we go. So, hi, my name is Toller. Uh, you may recognize me as Dr. Fidget, I mean Dimson, on the internet. Um, I'm subbing in as host today, even though Dr. Fidget is here, because he's got a busy, busy week every week. Uh, so, he's our he's our only guest. Say hi. Hey! How's it going? <laughs> Can I ask you a question, Sam? I, I mean, you could. I don't know. This is specially made for you. Alright. Let me have it. How much wood 
Would a wall rain chuck if a wall rain could chuck wood? Um, are, are you talking about pseudo widow? Because Warren has a really bad matchup against pseudo widow. Actually, well, Warren can just use surf. I mean, it's not. It it can, but pseudo widow has sturdy and sucker punch, and it's a rock type. Right. So I mean, like if 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 it were a wall rain versus pseudo widow horde battle, how many pseudo widows would uh, wall rain take out before wall rain fainted? It depends on the level and if they all had sturdy or not. Let's say they all have sturdy, but wall rain is twenty levels higher. Uh, You're a wall rain expert, so I expect you to be able to answer this. Okay, if it's a horde, then I'm guessing they don't have egg moves. They so don't. Like, right. Then the wall rain could probably take out all of them to surf. So five. Okay. Okay. So it could chuck five woods. Yes. That's that's pretty satisfactory. Yeah, I, I think I think that does pretty well. I think that probably speaks well to uh, wall rain's effectiveness in the VGC twenty twelve metagame, where Sudowoodo was one of the most popular Pokemon. <clears throat> True. <laughs> All right. So that uh, that stuff aside, we've got a. Um, usually, you start with housekeeping, but we've got to get to housekeeping now because we have to explain okay. why we keep doing this every week. Um, Sam, We're I not I, doing it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sam, I just wrote into the program. And Sam's busy. Can you explain a little bit about that so people understand? Because I had someone ask me earlier why we oh. were doing. Yeah, because I work like six days a week, and I have a two-hour commute each way. Oh, jeez. So, like, on my one day off, like, I have to... Do laundry. Like, yeah. <laughs> laundry, buy <laughs> food, uh, do any other thing in my life that I want to get done on that the stinks. one day I have free. Um, so, yeah, I, I actually did record an episode during the last set of regionals it was about 20 minutes long uh, and i was going to edit it as soon as everybody left and then i had one day off and there was a premiere challenge and i only needed like 20 points to get my invite so i went to that with the semi sage and got my invite and then didn't have a day off for like two weeks and then it was too old to put up well, congratulations on getting your invite with the semi sage. <laughs> Thank you. That's a really big <laughs> accomplishment. <laughs> Who else got CP this year with the semi sage? Or <laughs> ever with the semi sage? <laughs> probably, we all forgot that it existed, so. Probably just you. It's, I, it's, it's my spirit Pokemon, because <laughs> any, anytime I'm like way too tired to actually keep team building. I start looking at Simi Sage Cup because it just pops up as like one of the things that's faster than base 100 and has a handful of other good stats. Yeah. And is a grass type. Yeah, this is true. I mean, I I was reminded of its existence recently while team building. And which then his know. sprite is just giving a thumbs up all the time. <laughs> it's like, he's so well, lovable. These calcs don't quite work out, but he's giving me a thumbs up, <laughs> so everything's going to be okay. Right, so that's um, that's the serious meta metagame and theory part of this episode. Uh, I also wrote to the program, Toller's not, as in I am sitting in my house a lot, so all I wanted to say on that front was that I hope to do some writing if I can avoid getting completely bored and uninterested with anything I'm doing, or disinterested with everything I'm doing. Um, I want to get stuff out pre-Worlds that offers a little bit of a take on it since I'm not going, so I can be more impartial. You're not going? Oh, I can't go. Yeah, you didn't know that? 
Well, I did, but people listening might not. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that, people listening. That, that That's how you be a good guest. You pretend you don't know things, and then you... Oh, that's them. really smart. I should have I should have done that. Um, I don't usually pretend a lot. I was thinking about how honest I wanted to be. Anyways, <laughs> actually, actually, no. The the host is supposed to pretend they don't know, so that the guests have things to talk about. Oh, okay. I'll do that in the future. Um, <laughs> um yeah. Uh, I'm not going to Worlds. I have college orientation that weekend, and the college I have has a three day orientation, and it's really it's like right the day before classes start, and there's some required stuff that I have to be there for, for me to continue at the college, so oh. I'm packed up over there. That's what I'm doing. Okay, so uh, you chose a poor college then? No! I chose a great college, just uh. not one that likes Pokemon, apparently. Well, that's weird with all the Pokemon scholarship money they're getting. Yeah, I know, right? And and the fact that they admitted me partially based on my Pokemon involvement, really strange. And then, hey, you, you can't play Pokemon anymore. <laughs> no, I can play Pokemon again. It's just I can't go to Worlds specifically. This yeah, year. That's, that's kind of, it that's does kind eat, of the big one. It does eat me up inside, having prepared and worked to get my Worlds invite for about three months. No, I got most of my CP in one weekend, so... Really, it was like two weeks. But did you have a semi sage? I didn't. I did have Psych Up Groudon, but I did not have a semi sage. <laughs> it's Psych Up Groudon. <laughs> yeah, I won, I won regionals with Psych Up Groudon. I brought it to nationals too. It was great. Just sure. the the real problem with Dark Void because it just kept missing. And Salamence for getting crit, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah, Psych Up Groudon's great. Uh, I don't think it's very good in this meta now because. People play Xerneas differently, or they just don't pick it at all, and Groudon is more important. So, yep. it's it's not as good as it was. Like, it relies on the other team having Xerneas, if they have Xerneas on their structure, their their team structure, because it's a mid-speed Groudon with special defense investment that, I mean, Psychic goes super checked, which you may, may or may not know, listener. Um, so that makes it really good against Geomancy, because it just ignores everything and gives Groudon a huge defense boost, and a lot of Xerneas like to protect in front of Groudon's Fearing Fire Punch. So, yeah. That was my strategy with that. I don't know why I brought that up. I just want to justify myself. Yep, that makes sense. Um, and the last thing I had written here is Worlds is coming up, which I think we we enumerated pretty well. Are you going, Sam? I am going. You are? And I, I have my invite from that nice image Exactly what six Pokemon are you planning to use? What are their EV spreads? What are their abilities? And what are their held items? Oh, if only I could tell you, I would. <laughs> but right now it's about 14 different Pokemon with, like, three spreads, and they each have, like, eight moves. Being a past Worlds competitor myself, I'm very impressed that you brought it down to 14 already. It, and again, it could go back up. One of them is a Charizard, so... In in years prior, Worlds has been ten days earlier than it than it is this year, which partially is what makes me mad because if it wasn't if it was like that, then I would be hey. able to go. No, nope. um, what? It, it's been about the same time. No, it's been like the ninth, tenth, eleventh, or like times like that. No, I I just looked. It's it's always been on my birthday, and it's like two days after my birthday this year. Okay, two days after. Do you want me to go and look it up right now? Pokemon dates. Okay. 2010, it was 
again like four days after my birthday because I was 20. Uh, 2012 was 13th through the 15th, which is a lot better for poor old Toller. 2014, it was a couple days earlier because my birthday was the last day of Worlds. 2013, it was the 9th through the 11th. Like I said. So okay. so one uh-huh. year, it was much earlier. And that would have been great. I would have loved that. You yeah. went to that one. I, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I've gone to a lot of world championships lately. <laughs> I haven't really done well at all of them, but I have gone to a number. I've, I've gone to a few also, but I've never gotten to play before. So this will be... Oh, this is a fresh experience for you. That's so I know. I'm so used to building teams for other people right now, and it's weird to build one for myself. You know, it's bizarre because people know I'm not going, but no one has asked me to build a team for them except for, like, one person. I, I asked you to help me test my thing. I did. Thank you. I did. Thank you. And now I'm not running that thing. because Which, yeah. Cause I you cannot beat you. Completely rolled. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't what I meant to say. Um, like, that team was just crushing everything on Battle Spot and... Big and six. showdown, and then you came in with like big six with Bronzong. <laughs> did I did I sixteen O you or something? It was, crazy. it was it was like eight in a row. I'm like, no, I've got this. I've got this. <laughs> I'm like, you're not gonna get it with the, the six Pokemon you have right now are not going to complete the purpose that you want them to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was beating them on. I'm like best of ones, and then no, I lost the first game against you, and then. The second game and the third game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean to be mean. Uh, I guess that that segues nicely into the first part of Nat's recap stuff. Um, uh-huh. Big Six, which was the team I was using against you to beat you eight times. <clears throat> I know. Um, was very high in usage at U.S. Nationals, as expected. What are your thoughts? I wish I ran into more of them because my Nat's team had a really good matchup against Big Six. Really, you still had Giratina. I, I did have Giratina. So what did you do against Big Six exactly? You had I, Crobat and... Yeah, so I had Crobat. Uh, Giratina is actually okay against Xerneas because they all just Geomancy and then you Shadow Force them. Right. And I still had a Groudon, so that Oh, that's interesting. Too. So you Shadow Force to dodge the attack after Geomancy. Yes. If they didn't just Moonblast you, which I would right. have done. And a lot of people were running uh, bulky Xerneas, so the Shadow Force disappeared before they could do that also. Right. So, I mean, they would have tried to... I guess the thing... I mean, you still Geomancy, right? But then you put yourself in a threat situation. That's really interesting, actually. Shadow Force is a good move. Shadow Force is a good move. And I had my Groudon, like, one point slower just so that I could break through Protects and then press this Blades thing. Does it break Wide Guard? It does break Wide Guard. Oh, okay. So it's even, Um, even better. As long as it's not a Smeargle using Wide Guard. Oh, yeah, because Smeargle's immune to Ghost-type moves. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? It's, it's annoying, because they like to follow me, the Shadow Force. Right. Also. What do you think made Big Six so successful? Um, it's, it's not an easy thing to beat while still being able to beat teams that aren't Big Six, which right. is what I'm finding out really, really hard. So you think it was like a team building issue? There's a sort of yeah, like you can either beat Big Six or you can beat everything else. Okay, I find it hard to beat Big Six, <laughs> just just alone. Like I don't mind other things so much as I mind beating Big Six itself. 
Yeah, it's it's an issue. Um, I know in the last international challenge, I played like 12 different big six teams, and I led the exact same thing and did the exact same move every single game, and I don't think a single one of them did the same turn one against me. Right? It's so hard to predict. I mean, like, unless you still won. I don't know. Well, I, I won about half. Okay, you won about half. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. I was playing Scarfogre um, against a lot of big six in that tournament. Oh, and you... I Yeah, you fought me. Scarfogre. I, yes, I did. I distinctly remember uh, going for the same Water Spout Dark Void against every single one of them and winning every one but one of them. It went really well, <laughs> which is the highest win rate I've ever had against big six in any tournament. But I lost to Double Primal almost every time I played against it, which is really funny. Yeah, I thought I thought Big Six was really interesting. Um, it's it's clearly a good team. I think what Talon said in his um, in his team report sort of article was kind of true. It's really is the most proactive team in the metagame. I think this is the first time we've had some pretty clearly defined roles for teams. I would argue the Big Six is a hyper aggressive team. Do you do you think about do you think that way? Um, again, you can play it two different ways. <laughs> you can play Kangaskhan's Bronze Bronzong Groudon? Yeah, you can go like super slow and defensive and trick room and power up punch and have that's everything true. set up. Like, sword stance Groudon. I think that's or, probably the more likely variant to see going into worlds. Probably. Yeah. Just, but, yeah. And if you try and predict that, then oh, surprise! It's Zinnius. a fast, yeah, and like fast eruption Groudon. Whoops! Salamence's tailwinding. Yeah. You know, Why do you think that developed? That, I don't that know. Slow mode. <laughs> the slow mode. Yeah. Um, basically, just to get around all the tailwind because mm-hmm. tailwind has been like the number one speed control for the entire season so far. That's really interesting. Yeah, I haven't really felt that way. I, I felt more strongly about Thunder Wave and Icy Wind in the spring season. But Tailwind has been universally good. You're absolutely correct. I think um, Trick Room probably had a place earlier than it actually got into things. People just like to get the fast knockouts. And, like, Talonflame was one of the best Pokemon early on. And then I got switched out for Crobat on a lot of teams. And then everybody just started putting Tailwind on Salamence. Right. I mean, the sooner you end the game, like, the sooner you establish game control and you basically end the game, the sooner that you've avoided running into 50-50s or hacks or anything like that. So the teams that do that quickly will be more consistent, right? Right. Yeah. I think the the hyper-aggressive thing comes from fast, frail supports, like Smeargle. Um, I, I wouldn't call Smeargle particularly fast. Okay, Frail supports, yes. a la Smeargle. There are uh, a lot of those. And a lot of damaging moves to try to establish control of the game pretty quickly. I think I think that's a lot of the stuff that Big Six is known for. I think from my end, I'm observing this slower trend, and I'm seeing it's harder when you don't predict them to play the game slowly, right, As in as bulky of a fashion, because typically when you play against Big Six, you're habitualized into dealing with... Um, a very quick aggressive mode that you have to handle on turn one or be in trouble. Whereas, I mean, Kangaskhan Smeargle offers that, but Bronze on Groudon is about switch potential and switch pressure um, against 
so many other things. And obviously, King's Consumerable Bronze on Groudon isn't the only way that version of the team is played. But it's an interesting alternative to Xerneas as a mix-up. Right. Sorry, I just was my own guest there for a second. No, no, you're good. <laughs> yeah, Big Six is a good team. Uh, I think there will be a more clear definition of where it stands before Worlds. I think we learned a lot from Japanese nationals, as expected. Okay. What what did we learn from Japanese nationals? I, the only thing I heard about it was a three-move talent plan. Yeah, that, that one. There was a guy, who the guy who won, uh, we're kind of way back in time right now, but Sage and Park VG, as he was known on Showdown, when he topped the ladder three times, um, yeah, he just played fast, Eruption Groudon, three-move band, talent, band, like choice band, Talonflame, uh-huh. Smeargle. He would lead Smeargle, I think Smeargle Groudon every game. And just protect the Groudon until Groudon died, and then bring in Talonflame, and then bring in Rayquaza. And he, he pretty much flowcharted most people, as I, re- as I remember being told. Uh, there were also some interesting things we saw from, like, Xerneas and Rayquaza. There was a guy named Colonel Vite, Vite who had a Heal Bell Meowstic, which is interesting. Weird. Yeah, and a Gyarados, too. Okay, I've right. looked at Gyarados a number of times. Since... That's on Rayquaza Xerneas, of course. Yeah. Like, since the rules were announced, Gyarados has been one of those things. Like, oh, it could almost work. I think its stats are too low for me, personally. <laughs> yeah, that's the issue I've been having, actually getting it on a team. Right. Um, there were some other examples of teams from Jap- uh, Japanese nationals, like Kitaoka Tsubasa. Yeah, Tsubasa. Uh, who ran, basically... Bog standard Eveldon. Uh, he had the Eveltal Groudon, Kangaskhan Salamence, Bronzong, so like almost big six, but not. And then he had a Smeargle, which was like really almost big six, but not. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think that. Do you think that plays into the TR archetype that big six was trying to use that Eveldon kind of does better, right? A little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've, I've played around a lot with Eveldon. Lately, but I did not have a trick room mode, so I don't know. Right. I don't know how to speak to that. There are a lot of. I mean, what do you what do you think of? Um, this is way off topic because I didn't even show up at U.S. Nationals. But what do you think of Rayquaza and Kyogre, and namely Scarf Ogre? Um, I don't know. The only people I've seen use it were <laughs> you in the international challenge and uh, D Train had it at nationals also. Yeah, it's been a little weird in terms of usage. I know Mark Duo used it at, at Italian Nationals. It's done well in most best-of-one settings. It's, right. It's just really interesting to me. I don't think it will be used at Worlds, but if it is, then it'll do well, if that makes sense. like I don't know. If we see it, then it'll catch people off guard. Maybe I could be jinxing it just by mentioning it. I don't know. I, I played you in a best-of-one, and I played Dan in a best-of-three, and it was much easier to... Handle once, yeah. Once you knew what was Everything going on did. with it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Once you know that spherical item, the spherical is no longer scary in any way. Yeah, that that does kind of change things, doesn't it? <laughs> um, what did you think of the the teams that made top four in Masters at U.S. Nationals? Because I think you remember that it was um, a Grant Weldon, Alan Chambers, uh, Chase Liebert, Liebert, Chase Liebert, and Aaron Trailer, right? Right. Yeah. I haven't actually looked at these since I was there watching them 
play on the screen. <laughs> but what did you think in that moment, like when you were there uh, watching them play on the screen? Uh, Big Six is pretty good with the that... bronzong. <laughs> there was a bronzong and it was good. I yeah. thought it was interesting that both the Big Six teams had a Cresselia, right? Yeah. Because people uh, have been ditching it. Cresselia is still pretty good, as it turns out. <laughs> the best Pokemon in VGC is still the best Pokemon in VGC. I, I wouldn't call it the best Pokemon in VGC. I would call it pretty good, though. The best all-time, maybe? The, the best it's record? A, it's a good thing to sit there and do a couple things, as long as those things aren't doing damage. So, um, I have one last question for you. Okay. I, this is sort of a, this is, well, not one last for you, but one more specifically. Nope, this is I it. think this is best for you. Okay. <laughs> um, this is kind of double to me. Firstly, I want to ask, is the metagame healthy? And secondly, I want to ask, uh, do you think it's as developed as it could be? Okay. Um, as far as health, I have no idea. Because they got rid of the battle spot ladder. Yeah, they did. And so I've been playing on Showdown, and it seems that nobody is playing on Showdown anymore, because no matter when I play, it's like I get three people, and then I start repeating people. Oh yeah, that happens to me sometimes. It really, it's probably a time zone thing, partially. I'm not going to lie do- to you. No, because sometimes I will play first thing in the morning, and other times I will play at night, because I have split shifts a lot of well, if you time. play first thing in the morning, then you're definitely going to get repeats because no one plays in the morning. And if you play at night, you're three hours behind the East Coasters. I was playing at noon today, and again, couldn't go four battles without a repeat. Fair it's... enough. So is the metagame health, or no, is the metagame as developed as it could be based on what you observed in nationals? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. Like, there's a lot of stuff that has not even been touched. Like, um, like half the restricted pokemon like i i think lugia is better than it okay i think giratina is like woefully underrepresented it's Um, interesting that you would say that because we haven't seen giratina at all be successful i know and it's (laughs) it's like i know it's at that bad speed tier that ties everything else but it's one of the only things that has a great matchup against groudon and kyogre that's true this and kangaskhan it does yeah do you run will-o-wisp I do. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and a lot of dragons like Rayquaza and Salamence don't actually run dragon moves. Well, so it it's wins. interesting that you would bring up Giratina, too. Sorry, I just cut you off. No, go ahead. Um, it's interesting that you would bring up Giratina, too, because against that Kangaskhan, Smeargle, Bronzong, Groudon setup, if oh, yeah. they don't get gravity up, then you just, like, beat them. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny, actually. I mean, I know, I know that's definitely what I tried to do when I played against you. I just tried to set up gravity, but if that didn't happen, then you would have just beaten me. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have any way to hit the Giratina. I know. A lot of people don't. It's like, yeah. if they don't have their Xerneas still alive, then they can't really touch Giratina. Isn't there a problem that comes from facing Mence, though? Uh, if they have a dragon move, <laughs> Mence is a giant problem. Uh... <laughs> If they don't have a dragon move, then you can kind of stall out Mence also. Okay. So I had two questions from... I know I'm just moving, jumping around a little bit, but I had two questions from Serapis, who's the only person who actually asked me questions when I said, please ask me questions. Um, we saw Venusaur at US Nats Day 2. Thoughts? 
Uh, Venusaur is pretty pretty nice. Pretty that nice. Was, that was on that team that I was I remember testing. That. That I mean, really, really ran hard into the Lum, Lum Bronze Lung and Chastos Miracle. Yeah. If Sleep Powder could hit more often, Venusaur would be amazing. But right. It doesn't. And then if everything has a berry that wakes it up immediately, then Venus, Venusaur is not quite as good. So you would say <laughs> Venusaur has potential but isn't exactly good good? Um, or is it good good? Am I it's good good. It's good. good. Uh, as long as you have a Groudon. As obviously. long as you have a Groudon, yeah. A Venusaur Kyogre is a very underappreciated duo <laughs> for a good reason. Well, I uh, mean, Mega Venusaur with Kyogre could. I, I think you would be better off with Amoongus at that point. So I'm going to ask you a question, which you would think... I'm, I'm just jumping, there's no segue here. Uh-huh. But it's, it's, speaking of sleep powder, speaking of dark void, speaking of blocking sleep, um, another question from Serapis uh, that you would think would be loaded towards you Yeah. if you didn't know it was coming from someone else. Is Safeguard good? And what Safe- should run it? Safeguard is always good. And pretty much everything learns it. <laughs> Safeguard is never bad, um, according to Doctor Fidget. Uh, he has been quoted saying yeah. this multiple yeah, the, times. The first episode of this show, like four years ago, is called "I Beg You, Everyone, Please Go with Safeguard." <laughs> uh, Safeguard, I think, my perspective right now is that Safeguard is really, really good, um, like extra good, because people are relying on Smeargle to beat bulk matchups because when you have a bulk matchup and you have a game of attrition and things go to sleep for one turn that's the the guy that wasn't sleeping goes a turn ahead or the person that's that wasn't sleeping goes a turn ahead excuse me because we're not assuming mm-hmm. that everyone's a guy um whereas you know if safeguard is in play then there are five turns when you can't go to sleep but your opponent can that's right. awkward <laughs> It's I, yeah. I'm I'm with you. Sacred's really good right now, I think. Um, Bronzong, Cresselio, Wimsicott. Those are my big three. Um, you two, Ho Lugia, also. Oh yeah, they all ones. learn it. Yeah, they they're yeah. restricted that learn it. I'm looking at the like highest base stat totals that learn safeguard. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Lattes, which I I mean I guess they could work in this meta game, but it's so weird if they had be... still do. If they had Soldier, they'd be good, right? They, they would be. They would be genuinely just straight up good. Oh yeah, Kyogre and Groudon obviously both get it. Yeah. I think Pain Safeguard, Gra- it, which is Safeguard really Groudon has popped up a while. Really? You've seen Safeguard Groudon before? I have. I thought about using it myself because that that third slot on Groudon. It's weird. You're never it's quite like, sure. <laughs> it's like you could put anything there. Safeguard, even. Wait. Yeah. What? <laughs> Rock polish. Swords dance. Swords dance, I quite like. Rock polish, I'm. Meh. Thunder wave. Hone claws. Hone claws with precipice blades. Ooh. I've, I've tested that. Flavorful. <laughs> Dude, you do it with gravity landorus. I I lost to one big six team at nationals. Because I missed six precipice blades in two t- in two games. <laughs> like, well, yeah, I, I, that happened. I understand. I understand completely. This is common occurrence. I, in fact, won a regional by dodging two precipice blades. Precipice blades is a stupid move. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, things that aren't stupid, though. Well, they might be. We we don't know yet. Arcanine. Well, no. It's it's not it's stupid. Fa- 
It's fast and it has safeguard and intimidate. Oh, that's true. That sounds so good. Oh, that explains it. There are there were some uh, Rayquaza Xerneas teams popping up with Arcanine on them. Okay. That's it's an interesting thought because it has safeguards, so it helps the Rayquaza Xerneas team beat uh, the Smeargle Bronze on Groudon thing. Even though Arcanine Arcanine basically is there to beat the Bronze on. Right. I think that is the strat. Oh yes, Smeargle also gets safeguards so that you don't have to magic no, code every single turn. No one is shocked by once. that. Well, I know, but nobody, everybody runs Magic Coat, and then they're stuck in a Magic Coat war for, like, six turns, where they could just put up Safeguard once, and then lock the other Smeargle into Magic Coat. They could have, right? But you know what doesn't get you trapped in a Magic Coat war? What? New Pokemon! New Pokemon! Po- oh, so we're done with VGC? Yeah, Screw okay. VGC. I'm not playing in Worlds this year. Just kidding. I'm here for you guys. <laughs> okay. New new Pokemon. Yes. There are there are six, I think, that were recently revealed. Um, Wimpod Comfy? 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 Because it's a lay, so it's what? Comfy. It's, it's, it's a Pokemon in the shape of a lay. Okay. Like an L-E-I lay, like a flower necklace. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm familiar. Yeah. You were at Hawaii. I was. They give you those when you... Get off the plane. Yeah, they do. Um, Mudsdale, which is a ground horse. Bound Sweet. Uh, Mimikyu. Mimikyu. And Beware, which is like bear, but with a where, with a W, so it's beware. But it's like really cute. It's, it's weird. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at these Pokemon now. You are now... See, you haven't, you haven't been introduced to them yet, so we get the fresh experience. We get the fresh experience. Uh, initial thoughts looking at Wimpod. Uh, Wimpod, that's this one. Okay. Um, just, just what it, does it look it, like? It looks like one of those bugs that I occasionally see, like, in my house. In, indoors, and it's not something I ever want to engage with. Right? They're so big. Yeah. It's so bizarre. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> Conveniently, get it away. It, it's a water bug, <laughs> which I think is what those things are called. Uh, it's a water bug type with the ability wimp out. Yeah, that's what I would do if I saw one of those. <laughs> like, nope. What wimp out does is it makes it switch out if it takes too much damage. So if it goes below half HP, apparently, that's the uh, that's the current iteration of our understanding. So it's got like a built-in eject button yeah it's got a built-in eject button i i really don't think it's going to be very strong in the form that it's in what if you gave it an eject button what would activate first the ability or the item probably the item i'm gonna say item because otherwise the item would never activate and that would be annoying from a game mechanic standpoint well no it would activate the second time that it comes in and gets hit oh that's well no it if it gets hit again and lives then wimp out would probably act activate again because it would still be below oh. half it would still be below okay. half okay yeah but i mean it would probably just be knocked out i, w- I would hope this pokemon would evolve because it looks like its stats aren't going to be too good right am i am i, wrong? I don't i don't know it, it looks like a baby pokemon yeah it looks like a little pokemon it doesn't look very big hopefully it, it gets less creepy as it gets bigger <laughs> see my thing with this sort of thing though is when you have abilities like wimp out Either the adult Pokemon's got to be a big, big wimp, which is fine. It's called Wimpod. I could see this coming, or it's going to end up being really courageous, and we won't get wimp out on the evolution. 
from a thematic standpoint. Like, they'll just get rid of Wimp Out. That, that makes sense. Yeah. And if that so, happens, then the whole point discussion on the ability... It's a cool ability, right? Yeah? Yeah. There, there's a handful of baby Pokemon that have cool abilities that their evolved forms don't get. Jigglypuff and Jigglypuff. And... Yeah. Clefairy. Yeah. I think it's, it's interesting, too, because a lot of the time people use Eject Button to reuse an ability and if you're the ability is the eject button then what's the point right in vdc um like say you have a choice scarf and you don't want to be stuck in the same move for the entire game and you don't want to waste a turn switching out so you could like hyper beam and then get bounced out for free right i mean if this pokemon had a strong hyper beam um, i'm sure it gets giga impact or something of the soul hydro pump probably I mean, it's not going to... It would have to be along the lines of Hydro Cannon, I think. And I don't think it's going to get Hydro Cannon. Just, you know. Maybe they'll add a new bug move that's like Hydro Cannon. Specifically for this Pokemon to abuse its ability. What's the best bug move right now? It's... Uh, Megahorn. That's the strongest one. That's the strongest one, you're right. Like, most of the types have a move stronger than that. Well, that's not entirely true. Like, half of the moves have a I don't think thing. Electric does. Uh, Zap Cannon. Oh, no, Zap Cannon is 100 power. Oh. I think. It's uh, 100 power, 50 accuracy, okay. but it always paralyzes, right? Uh, the. Does that sound right? You could be right. I'm going to look it up to make sure so I don't misinform. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that 50% accuracy... No, it has 120 power. Oh. Oh, it's, okay. I think Thunder got nerfed, too. Uh, so I think Zapcan might actually be... Yeah, Thunder got nerfed. Thunder's okay. 110. Well, well, there's the Bolt Strike, which is definitely stronger. Oh, yeah, that's definitely... Because, of course, all electric types get that. But those that doesn't count, because it's a yeah. two-Pokemon-only move. Well, I mean, we could all just use Zapcan. Point being, yeah, I think Bug probably There should be some something strong stronger bugs. than Mega Orb. Probably a special one too, because bugs have naturally pretty low stats, right? So why wouldn't there be something Most stronger? Of them, yes. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna look and make sure that there's not anything strong. No. I think they just have an average. Yep. Megahorn is the strongest bug move. Wow. And most types have something higher than 120. So, moving on, comfy valet, comfy. I don't. Does it get frenzy plant? Because that's stronger. <laughs> Comfey? Does it get Frenzy Plant? Yeah. No, or it's leaf, a fairy type. Or Leaf Storm. Oh, it gets fairy type? Yeah, it's fairy. It might get Leaf Storm. I I doubt it, but it might. Light of Ruin? That's the only fairy move that's there. <laughs> if it's not happening, Sam. Move on. Okay. The, the interesting thing about Comfy, it gets Flower Veil, which I've used to top four regional before with uh, Florgus and Gorgeist. But you yeah. probably haven't noticed, because most grass types have really crappy attack stats, and that's what is the most relevant when it comes to Flower Veil. Uh, yeah. But it also gets Triage, which I've heard pronounced really poorly, and that makes me pretty sad. Triage in its ability, which Serebii uh, says, as you probably know if you're listening to this, gives the highest priority in battle to restorative moves, i.e. healing moves. Okay. So if how are we going to interpret that? Because we were talking about this a little bit. If yeah, it's... if you interpret it as highest priority in a turn, like a Custat Berry, or no, like if you interpret it as 
top of the priority bracket, like Kostat Barry, then it's not really that good. No, because it's, it's just a bad it, prankster. If that's the case, yeah, it's it's still slower than anything that's actually plus one priority. But I think but, highest priority means plus twelve. Plus twelve, <laughs> roughly, as in like the highest possible priority bracket that it could be in. So before switches, I mean, I don't know what bracket switches are in. Um, but like if it was before switches, that would be huge because you could heal something while you're switching it out. That'd be insane. That would be insane. Uh, switches are not on the priority bracket for moves. Okay. Helping well, Hand has the highest priority of any move it, in the game. Yeah, it's plus five. So we're assuming, based on this interpretation, that triage gives something plus six plus six priority. Okay. Like, plus five would probably be the best, because that's one above Snatch. Yeah, I mean, plus six would be above Helping Hand, which would give it the actual highest priority. Yeah. Um, I think this is only really <laughs> Just relevant. Just in case there's a prankster <laughs> Snatch. <laughs> I think this is only really relevant if, um, well, there is, it's Lipert, I think. No, Lipert doesn't get Snatch, I'm lying to you. I looked this up earlier. Um, the only way this would be relevant would be if it got Heal Pulse, right? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any other good healing move. That would affect unless, your partner. Unless they mean something besides just health, so, like... They, it could heal bubble for everything else and right. stave off paralysis or burns. That'd be really good. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what this thing's moveset is. That that does interest me. It also looks like it might not be a fully evolved Pokemon. That's absolutely true. It could evolve into a hula skirt. Oh, Mega Bennett has Prankster Snatch. Oh, hey, that's pretty cool. It goes before helping <laughs> <laughs> Go before Helping Hand. No. Except Helping Hand isn't self-targeted, so yeah, it won't I, actually snatch that. I wish it would, because that would be really funny. Um. So yeah, Comfy Comfy is interesting. I'm excited to see if it has an evolved form. Um, Mudsdale. Their Lapar does get snatch. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, I thought it didn't. Huh. It's a. Tutor and Black and White 2 and Ruby and Sapphire. Oh, so that's why... Well, Lipard wasn't in Ruby... Oh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Yeah. Okay. I, I was very... I knew the, the uh, RS tutors are slightly different than the ORIS tutors, but... Okay. So, but the next... And Meowstic. Pokemon... Sorry. Sorry. I'll stop looking <laughs> no, at... No, Meowstic is great, too. Really stop looking at the... <laughs> it goes Snatch before like... everything. Could that still protect... Because Protect is self-targeted? Protect is self-targeted. It could definitely steal Protect and Wild Guard. And... That's amazing. You could steal Quick Guard. I've seen Meow 6 do that before. Oh my uh... god. Um, but Mudsdale, though. But it's a horse. It's a horse, but it gets an ability called Stamina. What does that do? Stamina says, let's whenever it gets hit... And we're not sure in which way it hit, but whenever it's hit, its defense increases by a stage. Okay. My I feel first... like something already has that. No, there isn't anything. There's weak armor, which is the opposite. Defense lowers okay. and speed, or I think speed increases. Right, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Um, but stamina says, 
whenever you sit by an attack, his defense boosts. And my first thought is, all right, let's go ahead and Moranga Berry rest, sleep, talk this thing in singles. Okay. <laughs> I think it would be bad, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm just worried that its actual stats are going to have, like, paper defenses. <laughs> yeah, that's entirely possible. Although it looks pretty sturdy. I mean, it's a ground type, so usually ground types pretty have reasonable defenses, right? Outside of Excadrill. Yeah. Mostly. That was a pretty empty, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that's not true. Okay. I want to say it's like 50-50. Hippowdon's pretty bulky. Um, Hippowdon is bulky. Um, Excadrill definitely Glyce- isn't. Glyscor and... Glyscor is really bulky. The slug thing, also bulky. Uh, but like, Crocodile, not so bulky. No, Crocodile's pretty solid, though. It, it takes hits reasonably well. Uh, Landorus is not... No, it's bulky. But, Landorus is bulky eh, by normal I think, standards. I think Intimidate kind of carries it there. Yeah, but I mean, if it had good stats and Intimidate, it'd be great. So they just clearly just couldn't give it good stats, they just gave it Intimidate. I mean, it okay. still has good stats, obviously. And, like, Flygon is not bulky. Okay, that's a dragon before it's a ground type. Come on, man. I think okay. Crocodile's also dark before it's ground, if I'm not mistaken. No, that is ground before it is dark. Oh, interesting. See, this is very actually very important to design elements. Golurk, uh, also ground before Ghost, and not it's, the bulkiest. Okay, Golurk's pretty tanky. No, it's... it's it's 80, 89, 80, 80. Okay, not tanky at all. Okay. <laughs> but it's part like, ghost. <laughs> they had to do a middle of the line, just like the dark dark crocodile. Like, ground would be tanky, but it's part dark type, so it can't be fully tanky. Because dark types aren't tanky. Uh, Sandslash, Dugtrio, Those are definitely pretty... not tanks. Dugtrio isn't, Sandslash is on the defensive side. But it's still got, like... Paper. No HP. That's absolutely true. And then there's Diggersby. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> because I didn't think this was true. And I said it was about half true, and it turns out it's about half true. Okay, you got me. You figured it out. That's it's, okay. it's a good point, though. We don't really know where Mudsdale's going to be. Yeah, we don't know anything about these Pokemon other than a handful of words about their new abilities. Do you think stamina could be useful in a VGC format? Ever? Absolutely. Okay. Depending on what gets it and what stats they have. Okay. Do you think Mudsdale is a, it looks like it's going to evolve? Uh, I, I think that could be a fully evolved Pokemon already. And it's got to compete with a lot of other really good ground types. Yeah. I would appreciate it if whatever the hoof move it uses in the trailer would be a single target ground move which can hit flying types. That would be really cool. Something along the lines of Thousand Arrows would be great. Because <laughs> that would make it a really good Thunderous counter. <laughs> Crazy to say. Yes. Yeah. They could actually just introduce a Thunderous counter into the game instead of nerfing it like they should. Because, I mean, in any metagame that isn't this metagame, it's probably the best Pokemon. That it's... Thunderous is really good. Thunderous can be good right now. and It is it's... good right now, yeah. It's the issue I'm having when I... Go to counter big six teams is anytime somebody has a thunderous, it's like, well, I can't beat this unless I have a Groudon. <laughs> and then sometimes they have hidden power water, and then Groudon doesn't even save you. <laughs> you know what would help you against thunderous using taunt? What? Bound Sweet. <laughs> With Oblivious, which ignores taunt. 
That's the one that looks like Cherim, right? It looks very similar to Cherim, yes. <laughs> if you showed me a picture of that and like asked me Cherubi. what Pokemon it was, I would have just said it's Cherim. I would have said it's Cherubi. Like, that's a really weird Cherubi. But... Yeah. Wow, what a strange... Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought this was already a Pokemon. <laughs> But it gets it gets it gets Leaf Guard and it gets Oblivious and it looks like it's gotta evolve, right? It's gotta maybe, evolve. Maybe it has like a Cherim type hidden ability, and it just changes form. It changes into a seven foot eight monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Mega Hoopa or Hoopa Unbound, but it's like <laughs> this thing. <laughs> no, but it, it doesn't have an ability like that. It has Leaf Guard and Oblivious, which are two. Arguably less useful abilities. Well, like I said, hidden ability. They never show those ahead of time. That's true. That's true. So I think that the little white things coming out underneath are just going to turn into a full body with shredded abs, just like. <laughs> <laughs> but he's gonna, it's gonna keep that smile. Bounce ripped. <laughs> yeah, bounce sweet ripped form. It's incredible. It's so <laughs> Bound sweet unbound. <laughs> Bound sweet unbounced. Sorry. Unbound sweet. There we go. We <laughs> cracked it. We figured it out, guys. Uh, you heard it here first. Bound sweet uh, is going to be the best VGC Pokemon because of its so, unbound sweet form. Somebody make some fan art of that. And I will very much appreciate that. Uh, we yeah. will give you five imaginary dollars. Or I will buy you a taco at Worlds. Oh, he'll buy you a taco at Worlds. Hey, guys, I hear his yeah. taco taste is great. Just letting you know. Well, we're in San Francisco, which apparently has a thousand places to get authentic Mexican food. That's great. So, speaking of authentic Mexican food, just kidding. Things that aren't authentic, Mimi Q. Yes, Mimi Q is not authentic. At all. And I, lo- I love that his name is Mimi because... Have you ever watched the Drew Carey show? I I haven't. Okay. There's a character on there called Mimi. And is it very inauthentic, this character? She has more makeup than um, than anyone you will ever see in your life. That's great. Much like this character. And she collects troll dolls. I, I hear Mimi Q is a really sad Pokemon, though. I hear it's, it just wants to be accepted, but no one will accept it because it's a ghost, but it's also a fairy. Ah. I, I heard the last Pokemon was the sad one. Bounceweed? Yeah. Really? People kept posting a thing on Twitter about it, like the description. Bounceweed is sad? Okay, so let me just read this full description here. Because it exudes a delicious smell from its entire body, Bounceweed is popular with Pokemon and the people of the Aloha region. Bounceweed scent has a calming effect on humans, so many people let them live inside their homes as a sort of air freshener. Unfortunately, it's sometimes swallowed whole by other Pokemon drawn to its aroma. It gets better. <laughs> when running away from other Pokemon, Bounceweed flees danger by skipping along the ground. Since its bouncy movements don't convey to others that it's actually in desperate flight, no one ever comes to its aid. Aw, Bounceweed. No! So when attacked being... by enemies, it drives them off by rotating the calyx on it says. The downside is how dizzy it gets afterward. But yeah. This is like cute, gets... but also really scary. Like I would... It gets eaten whole by other Pokemon, and when it's running for its life, everyone just assumes it's having fun. <laughs> does, it just, does it ever stop smiling? 
It looks so happy. <laughs> I don't think so. It's, it's happy all the time. But it's running away. Doesn't make sense. Anyway, Mimikyu is the... Yeah. I guess Mimikyu is the is the proper name for it, Mimikyu, instead of trying to pronounce it like it's Japanese, because Mimikyu, right? I'm, okay, I I don't know how to pronounce anything Japanese. So. It mimics you, Mimikyu. If it was yeah. if it was a Japanese pronunciation, we do pure vowels, maybe Mimikyu, but Mimikyu, yeah, it's roughly the same. <laughs> it's uh, a ghost fairy. It's a ghost fairy, and it's got a really cool ability that blocks. Anything that happens, just kidding, it allows it, it allows it to escape damage from an attack just once. And then okay. Mimikyu changes. That seems broken. It just blocks the damage, mind you. Yeah. Okay. It seems broken, but Mimikyu doesn't exactly look like it's got great stats. It's eight inches tall. It's one and a half pounds. It's a ghost, though. Like this is true. It's gonna be light, but it's. Have you have you seen Rotom's? That's like, true. White, or white height and weight. It's very small. It's got nothing. Yeah, it's got nothing there. It's uh, the the guy in the right corner is just not strong enough. It's also a fairy, so fairies are also light. Um, that said, I would kind of hope it might evolve. I mean, I I don't know what the stats are gonna be, but they don't look like they're gonna be good per se. Like good, good. I would guess this thing doesn't evolve. Yeah, I would guess so as well, which is kind of the problem. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, it'll never have the offensive stats or setup moves, probably, that would... Like, the offensive stats to abuse setup moves, even. So it won't be able to function as a main sweeper. It'll just be a support with Disguise, which is okay, but... You know. It's really yeah, good think, against Kangaskhan. Really, really I good. I think Crankster's better but Disguise. This works kind of like Prankster. Especially if you don't want to get blocked by Quick Guard, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you can't dodge taunt still. That's unfortunate. I mean, not that most Pokemon could dodge taunt, but it definitely can't dodge taunt. If it gets good support moves, I could see it working in VGC. It'll probably get safeguard. That's true. Right? But safeguard. so so does everything. Oh. Oh yeah, there are details about all of the uh, all of the abilities and such, and. In the on the website, so if we need to, I'm gonna look at uh, Comfy again. Comfy, Comfy. Which uh, one is Comfy? Mudsdale does say hit by an attack, so it's definitely any attack, which is crazy. Um, these these pictures don't have names on them. Which one is Comfy? Comfy is the lay. Oh, yeah, right. The, right, right. So triage, it does say the highest priority in battle, so I'm assuming that that goes into the plus six bracket. That's interesting. Oh, if it's before switches, though, that would be so good. That'd be insane. I, I don't want to live in that world. But yeah, Mimikyu is interesting. The last one that was shown was Beware, which I think is the most relevant for us. Um, the strong arm Pokemon, it's normal and fighting type. It's... 611, so it's like me. It's almost the next foot bracket, but it's <laughs> no. not. It's another fighting type that's weak to fighting. Yeah, it's like it's like Pangoro, but nicer. And Scrafty and Lucario. They just can't handle the fighting. They're just bad at fighting. And, and Terrakia. And Terrakia. 
Why are they all weak to? I I legitimately I pick fighting types sometimes, thinking, oh yeah, this will beat the other fighting types that I'm coming up against, and I don't realize why I think that. Now I do. Um, <laughs> because the most common fighting types are all weak to fighting. But what bodes well for it? What bodes well for it is that it has the new fluffy ability, <laughs> um, which has any damage taken from contact moves. Any from contact moves, so that means fighting moves, um, for yeah. the most part, outside of or sphere and such. Uh, but it also makes it weak to fire. <laughs> what? It, it makes it weak to fire type moves. Also, it doesn't look like it has any like fur on it. So why is this fluffy? Look, it's so fluffy. What the heck are you talking about? You could cuddle with that all time. You... It looks like it's made of rubber. It's arms and legs are highly developed. Its powerful spine enables it to lift objects weighing a ton or more. It loves just... to give crushing bear hugs. A tight hug from this Pokemon's arms will split anything in two. Is it going to have Crush Grip? Sorry, I really like Crush Grip. Maybe? I, I don't know. This, okay. this thing does not look fluffy. 135 base attack. No, no. 140 base what? HP. 135 <laughs> base attack. Okay, I just, I just scrolled 80 down base defense. to the other art, and there's this picture of it punching a tree. <laughs> 60 special crazy. attack, 80 special defense, and 58 speed. That's my guess on the base stats. That's probably insane if you actually put it into something like... That's, that's I probably gave it ridiculous stats. High HP, high attack, low speed. Mediocre defenses. A la Conkelder. Some wild beware use amazing martial arts. <laughs> How do they okay. know? Apparently, the Pokemon learn these moves by watching black belts practicing when they go out to train in the woods. How many black belts go out to train in the woods in Hawaii? That's the real question. Most of them, I guess. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just get to it then. I didn't realize that's what my kind did. <laughs> Yeah, but where but where is very interesting. I think it could be good in VGC uh, coming in next year. I don't. I mean, it might die to Terrakion, but and it might die to Conkelder, But just kidding, it doesn't because of Fluffy. I think the the big <laughs> Fluffy. It'll definitely die to Xerneas. Yeah. Um, it's definitely weak to fire moves, so that makes Volcarona really good against it if Volcarona is relevant, like really good against it. Because of flame body and resisting fighting and heat wave. Oh, I bet it could tank a brave bird. This fl a fluffy guy? Yeah. I bet it could tank two. I don't know about two. <laughs> it, it is still weak to brave bird. I mean, if you do citrus berry. Yeah, maybe. It's not technically weak to brave bird per se. It's it's. Yeah. It's neutral. It's neutral. So. It's it's like the furfro ability, but it's slightly worse. Fur coat. Oh man, I forgot about that. Yeah. They should they should just give that to more things. Fur coat. Yeah. Let's just yeah. give it to Groudon and Kyogre. Let's give fur coat to Kyogre. <laughs> okay, just get rid of. The yeah. Primordial seals for losers. Yeah. No. Fur coat. Fair enough. I mean, you're running it with Rayquaza anyway, so. Yeah. What? Who cares about the rain? So uh, on that on that note, uh, we found out that uh, the best Kyogre replacement is Beware. Great job. Yep. <laughs>
Um, last two things. Uh, the competitive mode and hyper training. Okay. Tell me about these. Um, what is competitive mode? I, I put competitive mode there as a placeholder for like the is, actual... Is that the four-player thing? No, there's a... You can host your own competitions in Pokemon Global Link. Can they be four-player things? <laughs> I'm sure they can if you really want them to, Sam. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you can you can host essentially you can host many international challenges or things like that, like you can do the ladder ranking thing, and I think that's the one that you can host online. Um, and it's if they get big enough, then they'll actually enter into the CP system or something along like they'll become official tournaments. Oh, okay. Um, and that then actually seems pretty cool. What's also really really good is that instead of there being like a downloadable program for live competitions, it's included in this game. Okay. You can host your own live competitions in person. Sure. So that that means you don't have to connect to Battlespot to hack check anymore. Theoretically, you can right. just hack check by creating your own thing and then battling yourself. Hopefully, that's how it works. Uh, <laughs> just you know, because then otherwise there wouldn't be a hack check option. Um, I don't know. We don't want hackers. Uh, <laughs> We don't. We really. It'd be pretty unfortunate if someone walked in with a Rayquaza with like nine, nine, nine in every stat, including HP. I remember the first time I went to a Pokemon League. Um, somebody had a Charizard that lived to Stone Edge for my Terrakion. How bizarre! I'm like, that doesn't seem possible. <laughs> and then it Hydro pumped me. <laughs> Wow, did you get this guy disqualified from all future VGC events, Sam? I don't know if he played many VGC events. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, so we can we can do it ourselves. Now the necessity of... It makes sense now. Uh, when I was at Nationals and eavesdropping on people being like, oh yeah, they won't let us use the live competition software that... Um, Seleski, I think, I think Omega Donut developed, and TJ Giacomo... Saijay gave to Billa, or Bia, Billa, uh, to use for the Germany win a trip tournament. That software, which they weren't okay with people using officially, will now no longer be relevant, hopefully, because live competition is built into the game. Woohoo! Yay. Like, That's cool. It was built in, but now it's really built in. Um, I'm sure that doesn't matter for, like, 99% of the people that are actually playing the game. It doesn't, which is kind of funny. I'm glad that they're helping us, but at the same time, I want more people to get involved with competitive Pokemon. I mean, they can host their own tournaments, which is supposed to be fun, right? It, it's right. especially important for us, but like casual players can still host tournaments at birthday parties or tournaments in their college union. Yeah, they but they just want to do that free-for-all. They just, <laughs> they just want to do free-for-all. <laughs> That's the only real type of Pokemon that you can play. Having four people playing at one time is better than having like everybody segmented off into two on twos that no one else gets to watch. It's you got me there, Sam. I like if you're just doing the birthday party thing, then free for all makes a lot more sense. You know what would also be good for for casual players? Hyper training. Okay, oh, hyper training. Okay. Yeah. Do you know I, what hyper training? I'm not. I, somewhat. Why don't you explain it to me, and I will, 
ask questions. Yes. So what hyper training is, is the ability to train IVs, essentially, once Pokemon reaches level 100. Yeah, that seems like it defeats the whole barrier to entry thing. Yeah, it's really good, right? Well, I, I mean, the level 100 thing is not great. Yeah. Because then you have to spend hours and hours getting to level 100 before you can fix your Pokemon stats. Apparently you also have to use an item called a bottle cap, which may be hard to get, which would bother me if there was like a limited quantity of bottle caps. Yeah. Um, because then you would have a limit, limited amount of hyper training you could do and it wouldn't solve any problems. Like it would, it would, it would do nothing. Actually. Right. Uh, for barrier to entry for VGC. I know a lot of people have, when I've talked to them about VGC, they were like, oh yeah, I was interested in competitive Pokemon, but I didn't really want to pick it up because I didn't want to spend the time soft resetting for IVs. And that's like the yeah. first thing everyone says. See, they should have done what I did, which is not look at any of that stuff ahead of time and accidentally just go to an event because it's around. And then, like, a year later, find out what all that stuff is and go, oh, I was horribly unprepared for that last tournament. <laughs> I knew what they were from, like, the the first competitive stuff I was breeding. I knew what everything was, but I just, I was like, no one will actually do that. So I'm not gonna, either. Yeah. And no one did! It was great. It was great. No, my, my first event, I, like, used all my in-game money to buy protein and stuff like that and just pumped them into every stat <laughs> and all my Pokemon until I couldn't get any more. And then just did random encounters. Yeah, no one... I, I've, I haven't met a player that did that with their team in a long time at a tournament. And then even 2010, like, after I figured out what abilities and IVs and everything... Or, not abilities. I knew what abilities did. Uh, natures. I had no idea what natures were. Oh, yeah. Natures are um, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Important, as it turns out. Yeah. It turns out there's a lot of knowledge. That's, there's a big knowledge barrier for Pokemon. It's yeah, tough I, to get I, I still did not have decent, like, legendaries in 2010. Like, the only Pokemon I bred for was my Machamp. Right. And I ended up settling for one that had a two attack IV. That's horrible. I, it needed to be careful and live full health water spouts in the rain. Jeez Louise. And I made it do that, and I said, this one is good enough because I've hatched, like, 80 Machops, and I don't have a year to keep doing this well you know if you had hyper training then that machamp would have been just fine <laughs> if if i had the time to level it up to 100 <laughs> you'll find the time but, i'm sure but yes I, I see your point if you could change natures that would also have been super helpful then they might introduce that you never really know because i they had might, a minus they might have a pokey therapy center where they can change natures <laughs> i forget what I had on my Palkia, but it was definitely minus special attack. <laughs> but I wasn't going to restart a game to get another Palkia. I right? had to go with the legendaries I had on my cart. And that's what I had. Right? See, that's the problem. You only have what you have. Mm-hmm. So that's that. That's Lava Pool. Alright. Uh, I think that did okay. Send your... Uh, wait, oh, yeah, wait we haven't... We haven't formally exited yet i know i i'm trying to remember the name of that thing to sell it tell them to send fan art it was unbound something oh it unbound was sweet send your unbound, unbound sweet fan art to at dr fidget on twitter or 
there's an underscore between dr and digit. Yes, please love on Bound Suite. <laughs> please. I really hope somebody does that. Just, just abs. Yes, please. If you don't do it, if you're thinking like maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't, do it. Just do it. Give me a doodle. Right? You've got a great opportunity. Uh, is this show existing on iTunes? Someone asked me that today. Yes, it, it's always been on iTunes. It will always be on iTunes. Okay. I don't know why I just put that in the end of the podcast. but um, Yeah, if, if you search The Lava Pool, like I think even if you do it on Google, it should be the first hit. Yeah, I mean, that's what I... Oh, yeah, download okay. on the App Store. Hey. Okay, so that, it's the third hit if you search the Lava Pool podcast. But the f- first two hits are also this podcast. If you've been doing it wrong your whole life, you can start doing it correctly. Don't worry. Yeah. All right. Also, check out the old podcasts to see what the past was like. Yeah, if I have listened to the first episode of this season a couple times and it's pretty good yeah hearing hearing some stuff there's some gems like hey smeargle might actually be good this format (laughs) (laughs) no one would have seen that coming um somebody fearing double primal as a thing that might actually be okay (laughs) i still disagree but (laughs) it's not okay it's done well but it's bad and the first Pokemon we talked about was Volcarona. Wow. Why? Um, we were talking about Volcarona, and then you said, okay, reasons why Volcarona won't work in this format. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I said that, because I would still say, why? Yeah, yeah like 90, 99% of the stuff we said on that is still still good. Hype. Yeah, and so you have some, some great Some of it is... Some of it is not, but that's... Learn more we're, about we're the history. We're ahead of the game. We are yeah. keeping history here by doing these podcasts weekly, which we're definitely doing. Just kidding. <laughs> no, last, if... last one turned... Uh, last one that we actually did it was April 30th. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah, it, if you guys just want to, like, yell at me to do these, I'll, I'll do more of them. Please do. But, yeah, someone yelled I... at me, and then I helped. Yeah, I, I need help getting guests and... Actually, editing help would be the be the best because that takes the longest. I will learn to do it at some point. I've done audacity editing for a school project, and it was hell. <laughs> it, it's so so time consuming. <laughs> so, like, okay, it's like you're working and you're like, okay, I just finished five minutes of it. How long was that? And you look at your clock, and it's been four hours. Yeah, I've I've gotten it faster than that, but it still takes like two to three times the length of the episode. Than Depending on how many people are actually in it, it takes longer. But this only has two tracks, so it should be relatively quick. Yeah, so fun. Alright, thanks for listening. I've been your host, Yimson. I've been a guest, Dr. Fidget, Sam. Peace out, have a good life. Yeah, this is the outro song. This is, yeah. Nobody remembers to sing along. Mm-hmm. We hide things after this. I, uh, Nobody actually listens. My lamp isn't working. I'm singing a I cry myself to sleep every night. <clears throat>
Oops. Test to make sure this is actually working. I'm making waves. Hello, microphone. There we go. We're both kind of quiet, but that's to be expected because microphones over there. I can move closer. Okay. Or I can maybe scooch this. This is fine. Is this empty? Yeah, that's empty. Okay. Want to move it anyway? Yeah, move it away. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Lava Pool. I'm your host Sam, Doctor Fidget Harsma, and this is our traditional regional episode, which we used to do like on location, and it was super noisy, and we got a bunch of people, and we we're going to do that again, and I forgot. Um, so instead, we have the only person who's still with me, and that is Tiffany. How are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> Tiffany. Our intro topic today, uh, and it comes from a movie we watched the other day. It's who is Clement? <laughs> Clement is the new guy, newest person in the Pokemon anime, and he's blonde and he has weird Doctor Octopus things coming out of his backpack, and he says things and doesn't really contribute to the conversation. He's just kind of there. <laughs> yeah, I I hadn't seen him before, and then he. Like you said, any time he spoke, it was like, why are you even talking? You're not contributing anything. <laughs> he just seems like a goober. And I don't know why he's on that show. Because they need, you know, Ash, female compa- pa- companion, male companion, occasional small child. But why Clement? <laughs> Couldn't they come up with somebody that was interesting? No. Okay. Okay. Um, how long has Clement been on that series? I think he came, started, like, during the XY thing, like, when they moved regions away from the black and white region. I didn't even know they had done that yet. No, 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 they did that. It's when they got Serena, because they got rid of Iris. And they also got rid of orange, or not orange, green-haired Brock. Green-haired guy, yeah. I remember him not being great. He was... I, I didn't watch enough of it to really make a judgment. <laughs> Neither did I. Alright, so... <laughs> moving on. Uh, regionals, how'd you do? What'd you run? Uh, we should probably say that we're at Seattle right now, for Seattle regionals. Okay, so your team. Okay, I'm not sure that I remember all of it, but I had <laughs> a Groudon, a Yvetal... Uh, Kangaskhan, a Ditto, the Ditto was great. Um, a Slurpuff, who was my last guy? I, I had one more thing, but I can't remember what it was. Was it a restricted? Did you say both your restricted? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Veltel. Okay. But, you know, I probably can't remember because it probably didn't come to a lot of battles. So, if you can't remember your team, I'm guessing you didn't practice with it a ton ahead of time. Nope. How how far in advance did you actually finish your team? Two days. Two days. Okay. That's that's better than me. I finished mine the night before by switching a thing out. I had something that I'd been practicing with for months, and it was doing really well until it stopped doing well, and so I choked and decided to go back to what I was using before that, which was Groudon Evaltal. Okay. Well, Crown and is pretty good. Yeah, it's it's like it's and a solid thing. So, 
What was the Slurpuff for? It stops Smeargles. <laughs> how, how does it stop Smeargles? It has Sweet Veil. Okay. Other than Sweet Veil, does it contribute in any meaningful way to your team? It has Helping Hand, Con Guard, and uh, Safeguard. Okay. Those are those are good things. I forget what Cotton Guard does. Oh, sorry, not Con Guard. Con Spore. It's like okay. super icy wind. Okay, I was going to say, I thought Cotton Guard was the like triple defense boosting thing that Ampharos has. Yeah. But, okay. It gets that one too, but I wouldn't recommend it. What are its base defenses? Would that save uh, it from anything? I'm not sh- I don't know off the top of my head, but it's bulky enough. Uh, very few things one-shot it that aren't stab. Okay. Or, I mean, super effective stabs. Yeah, yeah, I, I gotcha. Um, what else was on there? Uh, Groudon, Yveltal, Kangaskhan, Ditto. Ditto was awesome. Ditto is awesome. It, it pulled the weight. You can't remember the sixth one yet. It's gonna come back to me eventually. Oh, Hitmontop. Was yeah. it Hitmontop? No, I don't think it was Hitmontop. No, because I only had one Hitmontop and I was using it. Yeah, what did I take? It's gonna drive me crazy now. Oh well. Okay. It probably wasn't important. Okay. Um, and how did you end up finishing? Uh, I got top sixteenth. I got or I got sixteenth exactly. Sixteenth exactly. That's that's impressive. <laughs> I've been seventeenth and eighteenth many many times, and it's not as fun. Yeah, I mean, I would have been happy with that, but this was nice. Um, as for what I was running, and I only got 32nd, and I got 32nd exactly. Yeah. So you did exactly twice as good as I did? Yay, me. (laughs) Um, I had, I also had a ditto. Um, I was running Rayquaza Mewtwo. I had Hitmontop. And I also had Greninja and Scizor. So I had... No form of speed control and a bunch of, like, super fast and super frail Pokemon. I remembered the last thing. It was Spex Gengar. Spex Gengar. Okay. Okay, that's good stuff. I like that because it one-shots Cernius. It does. It's really great. Sometimes they'll sucker punch you, but sometimes they just won't because they'll think that you're going to willow us them. Sometimes they'll taunt you. That one's funny. That, I have had people taunt me when I was running Spex Gengar before, and that's great. Um, but yeah, I, I had a handful of fairly interesting battles. I had a lot of Ditto missing Precipice Blades, because that's what Ditto does. It wins speed ties and then misses Precipice Blades, and then you're very sad because you lost the game. Ditto is so great. I love transforming into Xerneas's that are already geomancy. It's like, I have this Xerneas, and it has a life orb, and I... Ah. Where is oh oh audacity okay audacity's fine no problems um yeah my my ditto had citrus because Mewtwo needed the life orb and I didn't know what else to put there and I I was like so close to putting wide lens on it before and I'm like eh citrus citrus kind of gets me some stuff every now and then so I left that on. Yeah, but you don't even know the wide lens is going to help you. Remember that time the Ben Tank got knocked out of the LCQ because his yeah. wide lens Terrakion missed? Yeah, but still, I I don't like missing 
I don't like missing Precipice Blades. I don't like missing Spatial Rends. I don't like missing Origin Pulse or Dark Voids. It's I I want to hit all those things. Yeah, but you can't. And Dracos. I missed a friggin' heartbreak of a Draco one round. Yeah. I had a lot of packs. Yeah, but you still did pretty good. Yes, considering I had no speed control, I had some pretty okay matchups where I think I only ran into one Trick Room team, and that was last round. Yeah, I only saw one half Trick Room team, which is usually the bane of my existence, so that was nice. I was expecting a lot more of that and a lot more of Tailwind, and I don't think anyone set up Tailwind on me the entire time. Uh, there was this guy who snatched my Tailwind. That was really something. That's fun. I also saw Roar Kyogre. Those were the two interesting things of the day. Why Why would they have Roar Kyogre? I'm not entirely sure, but I know that it, like, they didn't even use it on me. I just dittoed their Kyogre, and it's like, oh, look, this knows Roar now. <laughs> that is fun, dittoing things and finding out their movesets immediately. Yeah, it's really good in Best of Three. Which is, yeah, it's why I would pretty much take ditto game one in most of my games if i thought ditto was a good matchup at all because like even if it might be better to save that for game two like throwing it out game one just so you get a feel for their movesets especially since most of the mons in this meta can either be physical special or mixed so it's good to know which one you're facing yeah completely and, and like oh do they have that one coverage move that some people run that would completely screw me over or do they not and like these pokemon are safe to take it or you know that their Kyogre has Roar for some reason. Yeah. I think my first round opponent had a Kangaskhan that had Drain Punch, Facade, Crunch, and something else stupid. <laughs> my first round opponent didn't get to the part where you get your Mega Bracelet. <laughs> and like I kept thinking that he wasn't Mega Evolving the Kangaskhan because he's like, trying to keep me from didoing the mega-evolved Kangaskhan. Yes. And I've, like, sat there staring at him, like, all confused and thinking deeply about this. And he's like, there's no trick. I just, for some reason, can't mega-evolve my Kangaskhan. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, I, I don't have much else as, as for topics on here. Um, do you want to maybe talk about why you were running a cart with my name? Oh, I lost my DS on a plane. It sucked. I'm going to be Dr. Fidget for the rest of the year on my cart because it's either that or I take my brother's cart. And his name is I Eat Babies. So... Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> if I did take that cart, I would train his ch change his trainer greeting to Om Nom Nom. But I really don't want to be I Eat Babies for the rest of the season. Yeah, I I also would not like to be known as I Eat Babies for the rest of the season. <laughs> or or any part of any length of time at all, for that matter. Yeah. Um, so, what's next for you? Any other regionals? Nope, I'm just going to nationals. If I can get in some PCs, I'll go to them. But other than that, I'm just going to try and not totally mess up nationals how much cp do you still need for an invite 38 38 that's super close i know i think i only need 15 so i i might i might make worlds this year 
No, you're going to be two away, and then I'm going to laugh at you. Yeah, that seems to be how things go most of the time for me. Um, yeah, and any other stuff you want to talk about now, or should we just end this super quick? Yeah, we'll just end this super quick. Okay, and I, I apologize to everyone for not recording this yesterday when we were eating dinner with the VGC Masters and Juniors Champion and the TCG Senior Champion. That would have been kind of the perfect time to do this. But instead we get this without background noise, so it's something. Yeah, we're sorry. We really meant to, but we forgot. Yeah. Um, Nationals, though, if you see me and would like to do an interview for like a minute or two, I will happily record that and stitch it together with other stuff. Because I would very much like to do a longer interview with a lot of people. Uh, But until next time, which next time should be fairly quick here to get, um, yeah, to get a little bit of information on what happened at UK Nats and South Africa Nats and all that other stuff, because I have not looked into any of that yet, because I've been busy over here at regionals. Um, But yeah, expect a longer episode fairly soon. Until then, I'm Sam. I'm Tiffany. And we'll see you next time on the Lava Pool. Now say Cocoon of Destruction. Cocoon of Destruction. Cocoon of Destruction. Hello, I'm Sam, Dr. Fidget Harsma, and I am in a Cocoon of Destruction. (laughs)